Welcome to Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. I'm your host, Sterling Mack, joined by sports host for 97.9 FM Uni, Unity Radio out of Worcester, Mass., Taylor Mack. And we will discuss three interesting sports tech stories today, April 7th. The first story is a company tackling concussions with a new helmet design. Our second story is Apple looks to make a splash in the VR world. And our third story is a breakdown view of iRacing. In partnership with Sports Biz Group, Pitch Madness is launching its first fully online debate tournament. 16 pre-seed and seed-to-stage startup founders will compete head-to-head in a remote live stream debate across multiple rounds. Each debate will be judged by a top VC and professional athletes. 16 founders focused in the sports industry will be selected. Applications are open now and the deadline is April 13th. Our first story is a company tackling concussions with a new helmet design. So I thought this was really cool. So Sports Engineering Incorporated partnering with Worcester Polytech Institute, UMass Dartmouth, and Perfect Storm Sports Technology um, submitted themselves for essentially a challenge to really tackle concussions, tackle helmet design. Uh, And they feel like they have come up with a new design, which essentially has nonlinear springs between an outer shell and the head. So if you've ever worn a football helmet, it's really just got the got the cushions on top that kind of layer in to where your to where your head is and to where the outer shell is. They're now trying to take that foam piece out, put in these nonlinear springs uh, to be able to compress and, and help with the absorption uh, of obviously of the impact. Uh, so really cool technology. I, I think it's something, as I kind of read this and started kind of reading up, I mean, listen, I'm not the, a brain surgeon over here, but the biggest thing that we've always kind of talked about on this podcast and in previous ones, right, Taylor, is is how do you tackle concussions moving forward and what does the NFL do about that situation? Right. It seems like Sports Engineering Incorporated uh, has a really good path towards that. Yeah, they they, they do. So SEI partnering uh obviously i'm one of the sports radio hosts up at up here at a worcester massachusetts so wpi right around the corner and um it's a great step in the right direction for trying to aid the nfl and those sports that have high collisions so what's going to end up turning around is uh they're competing for a one million dollar reward and um if you if you're able to knock this one down Sky's the limit because you know who's going to come right in. Bob Kraft knocking at your door right around the corner uh, because with this type of technology, especially like Sterling was describing, outside shell, cushion within, trying to limit concussions, trying to make the players safer. Um, this is a, a, a good start and, and kind of a, a good partnership to see with uh, UMass Dartmouth, WPI, um, and uh, – perfect storm sports technology sorry about that one um yeah yeah good good start and good invention i think what's really cool about this too is the nfl gets knocked roger goodell gets knocked a lot about not doing enough about concussions not doing enough about helmets the fact that the nfl is putting on this helmet challenge to your point putting up a million dollars as the the award i think says a lot about what what they're trying to do to i mean 
listen, guys are getting faster. Guys are getting stronger. It is something that the game needs. Uh, and hopefully uh, through this challenge and, and through more technological advancements, we're able to, to make it a little bit safer uh, for guys to be able to continue to play this game and play it at a high level. Right. And if you're wondering, like, how how are you doing? Re- Revo came out first back in, you know, 2009, 2008. And you're like, oh, they have the new basically uh, pillow type uh, comfort inside of the inside of the helmet shell that was supposed to reduce concussions. Maybe worked a little bit, maybe didn't. Now you have the mandatory helmets you see across NCAA trickles into the NFL, but you still get more personal choice in the NFL because obviously millionaire players, they get to decide a few more things than college players do. But um, what they're doing is kind of taking reverse engineering from the springs that you see within your shoe and uh, going or going uh, about that to see how it absorbs contact and takes impact and um, using general physics as well within there in a nonlinear way to try and form a solution for their helmets. Yeah, which is, again, super cool. And, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see, I, I believe, May and then uh, the, the uh, I believe the award will culminate next uh, next July in 2021. Uh, so definitely be something that we'll follow, especially uh, Taylor being so close to it up there in Worcester. You might hear him on 97.9. Shameless plug. Is that a shameless plug? Uh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with shameless plug out here. Um, our second story is Apple is looking to make a splash in the VR world. So I thought this one was super interesting just because Next VR is something that I've touted for a while just because I think it's super cool to be able to um essentially have either like an oculus headset or if you have a playstation vr headset and to be able to watch nba games like you're sitting courtside they have the partnership with uh nba and tnt and um, league pass as well caveat on that obviously it's covid right now so if you have a a headset and you have league pass they are streaming the top 100 games over the past year so kind of cool right now to just kind of be a lookout for that. But I've always felt like this technology is really cool. A lot of people, uh, uh, they next VR tried to, uh, raise a series C funding round, uh, back in late 2019, uh, was not successful. This is why I, I think this partnership and this acquisition is, is really emerging here for Apple or is on the table for Apple. Um, and that's because of the fact that I think a lot of people feel that AR is a little bit, uh, a, more advanced and you can do a little bit more than you can with VR. Obviously, the headsets are expensive, things like that. So uh, that's why I kind of wanted to bring this story to, to everyone's attention, especially because of, of Apple being the, the the main carrier here. You know, it's going to make me mad, and it's inevitably going to happen because, obviously, it's Apple, huge name brand. Obviously, they're going to be able to develop this technology faster than others and, and make this very usable quickly. NFL, NBA, and especially the MLB are now going to start toting Oh, we had a hundred thousand fans in the stands today. What? There's like there's like fifty people in the stands in partnership with Apple and <laughs> VR technology. We have a hundred and two thousand attendees for today's game, and you're gonna be like, no, that doesn't that doesn't count. We can't we're not we can't count this like this is. 
15 million merits or 10 million merits for blacklist or that episode from South Park where they use sea monkeys to try and boost up the the um, attendance for games. So I know they're going to use that partnership and count it be like, you know, yeah, it's just fun and games. We're, we're just saying unofficially, but officially there's 70,000 people officially physically here in the building, but an additional 30,000 who sat for four hours and used the VR technology to watch the game. So it's really cool. And it does, especially in the climate that we're in right now, uh, bring that immersion to fans. And possibly if it was available, we could have sports because you won't lose those rights, TV rights. You still have eyeballs on the games. Players are so quote unquote playing in front of fans. So cool idea. And um, it's it's going to really take off um, due to it being an Apple product and yeah, it'll be exciting to see what, what happens. I mean, I want to use this. This is going to kind of transition into your next story. But uh, for video gaming, personally, it's going to going to really change the game. You made a great point there about just where we are in the country with everything going on with this pandemic. And I've actually been surprised that this wasn't really thought of. I don't know if you've seen what the Korea Baseball League is doing. They're actually going to play, but they're going to have robots in the in the stadium. And I was like, we, you know, we have the technology really to be able to push this out in a different way where people can still watch the games and watch it from their houses. Um, and I think it, and to your point too, about the streaming kind of wars and everything that are going on as far as bids, a lot of those contracts are coming up here very soon. Uh, as far as major league baseball goes, NBA, um, it, it gives Apple another leg up with everything they're trying to do from their streaming service to now put this into their portfolio and what they can do with sports. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see. It's, uh, you know, uh, I believe Gage had like a $100 million deal. And yeah. See, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. So Big money. Uh, that's, that's nothing for Apple. But. Big money. Big ducats being thrown out here. Uh, and, and to your point there, so that, that actually leads us into we're going to do something a little different. Typically, we do three full stories. Um, we wanted to just kind of talk about iRacing. This is caught my eye. Taylor and I actually grew up really liking NASCAR and, uh, you know, our dad grew up really close to Darlington Motor Speedway. So for us, uh, it's always kind of been something that we've always put on on Sundays, obviously with it, you know, first from a viewership perspective, the viewership has dropped dramatically. Uh, I found this from sports media watch. Uh, so back in 2006, really, you want to say that the height of it and Daytona 500 is really looked at as like the world series of, of, uh, NASCAR, right? Where they had 11, they had a really an overnight rating of 11.3, which, which was 19.4 million viewers. Uh, if you look at that compared to where they were in, 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 again, that was in 2006, you look at where they were in 2019, uh, 5.3 was the overnight rating, which was down to 9.2 million people. So uh, everything that was going on again, we're in this pandemic, everyone's doing stuff from home. Uh, and iRacing has been really the, the talk of the town. Uh, partnership has started to, to kind of increase with it. Uh, people, you know, obviously all the NASCAR drivers are doing it. If you saw the story over the weekend with Bubba Wallace essentially rage quitting, uh, which I've done a thousand times uh, after being knocked out of the race. Uh, but I thought it's been, it's been really interesting. And the fact that it's been around for so long and now has this platform to really increase does this help NASCAR in the long run, or do you think it's so separate, it's so different, it, it's not going to influence NASCAR's ratings from that from that perspective? Uh, just go, all right. So going off the Bubba Wallace story, first off, shout out Bubba Wallace, number forty three driver for the Petty team. 
favorite racer so far on the circuit. The reason why he ended up quitting was because so iRacing gives you two resets if you do crash so you can fix your car quickly. Um, and both of his fixes were gone and he was wrecked out of the race by another racer. And so he was like, all right, I can't fix my car. So I'm out. I'm bouncing. And like the, the crash, the wreck that happened, like it was intentional. There's no point for you to do it, except you were just mad at me for, for nothing. So that's why he got knocked out. The reason why I don't think this is going to catch on for NASCAR fully, unless there's incentives monetarily for say pit crew teams, other members that aren't drivers who make good money, make the very good money is because the drivers, it was Clint Boyer who crashed them aren't taking it that serious. So if it's not being taken seriously by your marquee drivers, then really what's the point for when real racing's back? Because people aren't starved to just see something live from a athletic sports perspective. Uh, but iRacing has been going on for a while right now. You have Lando Norris from Formula One who has a huge following um, and he's been doing it for a while. And, IndyCar joined up as well, teamed up with NBC. So iRacing has had uh, their leagues going, whether if you want to do dirt racing, whether if you want to do GT racing, Formula One, IndyCar has their own series. So in the gaming world, very big and with NASCAR's backing right now is helping the graphics, helping doing algorithms to make it more realistic as well as IndyCar. So this could catapult it to a different level for you and me so to speak, to become professional drivers or those people that are already on the platform to then elevate their game and their status to iRacing stars, so to speak. But for the actual series, racing series that are currently going, real life series, I don't see it making a big part. I mean, you have Max Verstappen. It's not iRacing and I won't promote the other racing platform that is uh, Formula One's using as they're playing on uh, F1 2019, the EA game. But Max Verstappen, Max Verstappen, who's the fourth, the third, fifth, but man, top five driver in Formula One, is like, I'm never getting on that platform. So if you can't get those type of names to jump in. NASCAR and IndyCar, they have to because they're contractually obligated to do these type of things. But if you can't get those type of stars from your Lewis Hamiltons to really adapt and come over, I don't see this being big for professional racing. Do you feel like, in a way, you talked about gaming there at the beginning of that. Do you feel like, in a gamer world, could this get big? Could gamers get big into this? And then that could somehow attract people to the the real NASCAR whenever we're able to really race? Or do you, do you just feel like it's totally split from what this is as far as gaming goes and as far as kind of the real life aspect? You know, I would always love if there was a slot for the top competitor virtually to have a shot to win a seat for NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One's not going to do it because there's so much money that goes into that. But I would love for Formula One as well, because you have people that race and dedicate so many hours virtually. Yes, it's 1000. I know a lot of people probably rolling your eyes when you hear, you know, that type of concept, because it's a thousand percent different once you finally get in the car and you start feeling G forces and you have to, uh, you know, compensate and, you know, roll your body this way and that way. And you're not just sitting in your seat, maybe, eat, you know, eating some chips and you're focused in and, and driving. Um, so I would love to see that tra- transfer kind of go, go over, but I don't, I don't think it would ever happen. Yeah, no, I hear you there. I, I think it's super interesting to your point. It's, it's become, something that it's been watchable. Uh, it's been kind of fun to kind of get into. I, I mean, I don't play it yet. I'd, I'd love to. I, I'm just kind of reading about the iHub interface and the steering wheel and everything like that. To your point, for you and I, it's it's super cool 
but I, I can imagine for someone that's a serious driver. Now, I kind of like your idea. It could be regu- like, uh, like, like they do in soccer, right? Where you 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 drop the last four, and, and then you can like add some teams or something like that. As far as yeah, driving you can go. regulation or something, uh, that'd be that'd be that'd be hella disrespectful if you relegated a driver <laughs> for a virtual driver. You're like, bro, you didn't come up through carts. You didn't do what I right. had to do to get here. It'd be funny, but I I think it'd be if you did it for one race a year say uh for nascar daytona 500 because those are the most laps that people probably run anyways when i racing indycar right. indy 500 if you had a dedicated race car for those drivers to be able to say to try and qualify so you you win you are the top you are the number one driver in the world to i racing and i racing supposed to be as realistic as they're you know as as can be they're trying to get the right grooves that are out on the track so you have to know how to bank into certain curbs so you don't just rub the tire off your your right tire off by lap 10. So it, you have to take real life physics and um, apply that into the cars that you're driving. So it'd be really cool if you did see somebody be like, oh, new guy, virtual driver. He actually qualified. He's running well and he has a chance to make the race. You know, he's not going to win he or she, right. but that would bring new eyeballs, especially for NASCAR because they need it. Um, into the the sphere of racing, and you're going to get new fans in both directions. So that'd be kind of cool. But obviously, you have to be for Formula One and IndyCar. You have to have an athletic body to be able to drive NASCAR. No disrespect, less of an athletic body, but you have to be able to handle the the heat, the degrees, the banking, and the turns. But you're not feeling the same G forces that you're feeling going from. 200 miles an hour and you're hitting a 90 degree turn and you're stopping within however many meters feet, whichever way you want to look at it and you have to bank into it. So um, it'd be cool. It would be, it would be cool, but probably will never happen. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I super interesting. If you haven't checked it out, definitely look at it. They're doing some races tonight actually. And on, on the weekend as well. Uh, and to your point as well, if you have a, you know, Twitch stream, if you want to watch some people do some of the F1 racing on EA sports, super cool too. So um, those are the three stories we had for you today. Thank you for joining Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. Uh, here with Sterling and Taylor. We hope to see you on the next iteration.